0: Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Place Prepared. Place Prepared podcast is about manifesting and the law of assumption. This includes success stories, Neville Goddard analysis, manifesting tips, and much more. In this episode, we are interviewing one of my favorite spiritual YouTubers, Professor MBS. He is absolutely amazing and I intend that everyone who is listening takes something valuable out of it. Professor MBS not only discusses manifestation, but his overall spiritual journey. He talks about different modalities and techniques he uses. Not a lot of spiritual channels are vulnerable enough to share their experiences, so I really admire and appreciate that in him. Before we get into the episode, I want to share that this was a specific person manifestation for me. Back in July, I made a list of folks I wanted to interview. I put him at the very top of my list. At the time, I couldn't find an email or any social media. I didn't have any idea how to contact him. A few weeks ago, I saw on his channel that he had an email available. Now, I was very skeptical that he would even respond, but the very next day he responded and we had this amazing interview to share with you all. With that all being said, I will put the link to his channel below. Now, let's get into the episode. I am so excited to have you on. How are you doing today?
1: doing really good um i've really been looking forward to this because this was in all actuality a manifestation of mine you know just one of the many that have written down my little journals and pieces of paper all over the place where it was like you know i just like to talk about manifestation on some type of public forum you know Mm -hmm. and when like you email me i'll say here we go
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i remember back in july when i was in the middle of my podcast i really wanted to interview people but i was so scared that nobody would want to So I never reached out to anybody, but I did reach out to a couple people and they agreed. And I also had you on my list, but I couldn't find any socials at the time. So I thought he's probably not interested. But then a week or two ago, I was inspired to, you know, let me just check. And then I found your email and I thought, "Mm, maybe he doesn't use it. Maybe he does. Let me just see what happens. But I emailed and you responded. And well, here we are now.
1: Nice. Yeah, it's like... Some people, they get way too big or like, you know, even all the information that they may have, it still goes to some people's heads where like, oh, look at that. You don't have 3 million people watching your podcast. I'm not mm-hmm. going to waste my time. I'm like, no, it's like, do you not understand that? Like when you're up there at the beginning of somebody's growth, like you're at the beginning of my growth, I'm at the beginning of your growth. It's like, that's a, just an easy way to make a connection with somebody as well. And you never know what's going to happen in the future. You know, that's why like one of my little affirmations, I guess I say to myself is say yes to more things. You know, in my, mainly my personal life because I'm an introverted little hermit, but (laughs) when it comes to this type of platform and stuff, you know, it's really cool to when people reach out to you. Cause number one, it's like, wow, people are actually listening to me, but then it's just like at the point where they want to reach out too. So what can I bring to their platform to help them grow as well? So it's like, it's one of those things I look at is like, everyone's helping everybody in these types of situations.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. So my first question to you is, how did your spiritual journey begin?
1: So I, I got to start with like the cliche answers, like I've always been like this. You know, mm-hmm. it's like when I was a kid, like my earliest memory, like I don't know if I was in the crib or like the baby bed or whatever. But one of my earliest memories was like, you know, I could see orbs just flying around my room. And like when I was like a little, little baby, I can like point and I can zigzag them. I can make them do circles, whatever. And sometimes I would wake up like in the middle of the night and they would just be circling around my bed. And it was never a scary moment because someone would say, like you see a bunch of random lights lighting up your room. You're cool with that. But like, you know, it's just like something at the soul level. I knew what each one of those orbs was. Like I knew Mm -hmm. that was a person or some type of, you know, protector or something like that. So I always felt comforted when I saw them. But in all actuality, it's like I kind of went back to sleep in middle school through college and stuff. And college was like the lowest point where I was kind of getting slingshotted back into like where I was supposed to be. Um, But the true part, the most important leg, because everyone's spiritual journey has, you know, uh, different legs of it, if you will. Like, this is where I learned this. This is where I learned this. So I think the most relevant Uh, part of the spiritual journey happened when like for me trying to manifest back a girl (laughs) like that that everyone has some type of trauma (laughs) that gets them in the manifestation whether it be like sickness health money you know love that type of stuff but okay uh uh, because like in the day back then I was very big into uh psychology sociology and neuroscience so like in that time in body language too so like I could read people like before I was spiritually inclined you know and when you're trying to, like, when you know all this knowledge about something and it's like, yo, I'm a, I got like a master's PhD in sociology at this point. I know how everyone's brain works. I know what everyone's going to do. And then it doesn't. You know, when the science just fails everything, it's like, what? Like, you know, mm-hmm. it, it really messes you up. So I'm like, okay, science clearly isn't going to work in this situation. All right, let's go tuck. Let's go put my hand in this stuff that they say don't talk about, don't touch, don't look at that. That's demonic, that's devil, that's this and that. I was like... I got to do what I got to do and I'm going to figure it out, you know. And of course, that still ended up in me not getting the relationship. But all the different things I was learning to apply to getting that relationship back it was All the stuff that stayed with me, and then I became more in love with that information and that knowledge, and that's what put me in a different direction instead of being like attached to somebody else to give me uh, satisfaction and happiness in my own shell. If that makes any sense,
0: that's awesome. Uh, right in the middle, as you were talking about seeing orbs flying around when you were little, and you were talking about uh, people asking you if you were scared of those orbs, I was in, I was about to ask. Were you scared when you were little? That's kind of scary.
1: No, but that's the thing. It's like I've had like those type of moments where it's like I see the orbs. I see them and like I've known orbs are just spirits. Very simple but it's like, I've had the other ones too. You know what I mean? Like I've had the recurring nightmares of like a specific like demon type of thick creature. Like I've had those, like, I'm talking about the good ones first, but mm-hmm. it's like, I've had those other ones. I've had like the same, like, you know, everyone that's experienced, especially spiritually inclined people, you know, we've had like night terrors and stuff or sleep paralysis. But like, I've had like those extra levels where I've literally had like lines on my chest from like a dark claw that was just like holding me down. And then when I was starting to get back, I could feel like scraping away as it disappeared. Like I've had all of that type of stuff as well. So with me growing up, feeling all of these feelings, seeing all these things that people are like, what are you talking about? I'm like, there's something behind the veil. There's something else going on. And like in our current society, no one teaches us this type of stuff. It's just kind of like, oh, you just had a bad dream or you're just a child and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, Nah, it's like it's like there's a reason why I haven't forgotten it. There's a reason why some of these images are still so vivid in my mind because they were pivotal moments in my life. And if I were to ignore them, I will miss this entire journey called my spiritual journey. And Professor MBS wouldn't have happened. Me helping people wouldn't have happened all because I wanted to keep ignoring the realness that I was being told was fake.
0: All right. So in a lot of your videos. In your Manifesting videos, you talk about mental magic. Uh, You coined the term mental magic. So what is mental magic?
1: It's like, I'm not sure if I've coined it, but I've definitely adopted it (laughs) very very heavily. Um, But pretty much it's like, it's exactly what it sounds like. How magical can you make your life from your mind? You know, it's like, especially when we're talking about this manifestation stuff and I like, you know, I went through your channel and it's like, I tell you're really big in the Neville Goddard's teachings and stuff. It's like, you start to realize something when you first learn about manifestation and stuff, it's like, let me try this. Let me do this. Okay, blah, blah, blah. But then when it actually works and then when it works on something that's super profound on you, like, you know, like, let's just say like for me and we can get into it later, but like one of my very first conscious manifestations at first, it was like, okay, this sounds amazing. You can manifest anything until you actually start to do it. And this is like, well, where is it? You know, where is it? But then when it pops up, it's like, wait, 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 wait. Sure. It took a little bit longer than I expected, but I just thought about that. And then that's what happened. Sure. It took a few weeks, but I thought about it. It happened. What else can I do? And then it's like when, when, when you believe what the limitations that society places on you, you don't go out here. You know, society tells you that's not possible. You have to work hard. You have to work and everything's supposed to be stress, labor, blood, sweat, tears. And it's like, or well, I can sit in my room, listen to some music and just put myself in a, like a visualization state where I just see exactly what I want. And then that energy that the feeling of the wish fulfilled becomes real up there, wherever you want to call, or in here, wherever, you know, wherever direction you like to go with it. And then it becomes real. So it's like, wait a minute, this invisible thing that i'm generating from my mind is still energy everything like nikola tesla said and people before him energy frequency and vibration well it takes energy to think you know some people think so hard they give themselves a headache that shows you that some type of energy is being created at some point so it's like that same energy you can't see energy tell me what color energy is it's just energy and however we perceive it when it slows down in the form of light for us to perceive it Then we get a little bit of an idea of how to describe it, but I might say, why do you need to describe it? Just know what frequency, what energy, what vibration you're sending out to the cosmos, to God, to Allah, to Buddha, to whoever it is that you like to talk to at your higher, that you uh, identify as your higher power, and then see what happens, you know. And they say that came from my mind, and then it precipitated. Let me try it again. Send the message off. Precipitates. I'm like. Okay, this is something here that works. It's cause and effect. <laughs> so, like all the the things I'm doing in my life, I'm walking around this magical land where I see other people stressed out. You know, they're like, "Oh my God, life! Oh, this and that. Oh, I can't do this and that." And I'm just sitting here, like, just think about it. Just see yourself having it, and it'll be very simple. <laughs> you know, like that's literally how I get down. And it's like all that comes from using all those unseen forces that we're told that aren't real in your mind to make whatever it is that you want in your life. That's like pretty much how I could break it down.
0: Wow, that's awesome. I'm always at a loss for words whenever I'm watching your YouTube videos. I'm just like, damn. I don't know what else.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like, I'm always just trying to like, explain it in as many different ways at once.
0: (laughs) So you gave the example of the Sharpie and it reminded me of the story of how you manifested free guacamole and how simple it was. Can you share with us that story?
1: Sure. So a little bit of background It's like when it came to the, the, the free guacamole story, I kind of love the story because it shows how simple the process really is. Before we even begin, it's like I actually saw like one of the videos where you, you touched on Walter Lanyon a little bit. And it's like one of the things that he talks about a lot is like it's so easy. A child can do it easier than that of adult because adults, we learn all these facts. We learn all these rules where a kid is just like you tell them something. They just do it. You can tell a kid a kid. Make me a flying carpet. And if you give them the necessary tools, they'll make it. Or they'll make something similar to it. You give that same task to an adult. And they're going to be like, oh, well, I would need this. And it would cost this much. And I don't have this. And this." the kid's just going to go do it. And that's what you need to do in your mind. The adult's going to try to like break it apart. So at this point in my life, I was learning. I was like, I hadn't been manifesting anything yet. I had been learning about it. I'd just been like listening to lectures on repeat. I mean, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, just listening to Neville. Listening to Neville was so important to me at this point in my life that I put my relation, like I, I ended a relationship because I had to study this new knowledge. I had to, I had to figure out what was at the end of this. So I'm, I'm listening to all these lectures and stuff and I'm like, yo, it sounds so cool, but like, you know, it can't be that easy, right? Like this is like the thought that you have. say like, it can't be that easy.' I'm sure, I know there's something here, but it can't be that easy. And as I was having these last little doubts, like at the perfect time, I was listening to whatever lecture, I can't remember there's so many of them, but like I forgot which one it was, but he said, like, you know, it costs you nothing. Try it. And I was like, can't beat that, can't beat free, <laughs> you know, so I can get, you know, it's like I can manifest free guacamole with the, with a free thought, so okay, it sounds fair, so I was like, okay, my first conscious manifestation, we're not going to go big leagues and say like, oh, I want to manifest a mansion tomorrow. Like it'd be kind of weird for me to try that, but that's just my limitations at the time. So I was like, let's try something simple. Let's try to get some free guacamole. You know, so you say it's it's weird paying for guacamole anyway. Everything else (laughs) is a top and you can get me tomatoes, how much lettuce, olives you want, but guacamole for some reason, that's the extra dollar. I don't get it. But nevertheless, I was tired of that. So that's why I was going to use my manifestation powers to check out. So I walked in and um, I usually got I went to the same subway every single day because that's just where it was on my job site. Very convenient, very cheap. So I, I walked in and the ladies knew my name at this point. They knew what I ordered, all that type of stuff. So I got in the veggie delight with the pepper jack cheese on the whole wheat bread every single time with the guacamole for the extra dollar. You know, so let's just say for the $5 foot long, I know the prices are probably different, but for the sake of the example, we'll call it the $5 foot long. And then like for the extra dollar for the guac, $6 total. So I was like, okay, what I did in my mind was I saw the final price to be $5, aka implying that they didn't charge for the guacamole. So... I tried this, and it's like, Neville said, just try So I was like, okay, it must be this easy. I'm gonna try it. I mean, I walked in confident. I was like, yo, I'm about to give me some free walk today. So like, I walked in, got the order, all that type of stuff. Still $6. I was like, that kind of deflates the ego. Okay, I really thought we were about to do something today. But he says, you know, persist until the wish imagine, like, comes into your life, essentially. So persist, keep on going. That's something that ironically I was working on in my life, not giving up on everything that I used to do. That was a very bad habit of mine in the past. So I was like, all right, we're going to keep on going. Three weeks later, no results. And I'm like, yo, like, all right, Neville, look, look, Neville, let's let's sit down and have a little talk real quick. (laughs) You seem like you know what you're talking about. And I know you do. You're like, I can feel that this, everything you're saying is true, but I don't get it. (laughs) You know, I was like, I'm doing everything you're saying. I've listened to that lecture six times. What do I do? But just to persist, persist, persist. I was like, all right, screw it. Whatever. We're going to keep on going. It's like, it's just free guacamole anyway. I'm not stressing myself out too much about it. So then like another week later went by and then I went in, la, 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 got my order. Didn't even check out the price. I was just like, okay, cool, 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 blah, blah, blah. I was yeah. driving to like a part on my site and then like the, the wind in the truck like kicked up the receipt. And then like it went between my feet. So I grabbed it and right where I grabbed it, it was, my finger was on the price and it said $5. And I was like, like, you know, like you know, like, looking <laughs> at this and I'm like, I'm like, and there's no charge for the guacamole. So then when that happened, I was like, Oh, we on to something. We know we're on to something. And then, like after that, I had like a whole bunch of mini manifestations where, like, I was like, "Okay, let's try to get this." It started to work a little bit faster, a little bit quicker. You know, over time, I said, "I'm gonna try that." It would happen. I'm gonna try this. It would happen. And then, like that's what like has propelled me to these heights where I'm just like, "Well, if I can do this, I can do that. I can do this." What's that? What's all this stuff that people are scared of? i'm gonna go try it now because i just feel protected i feel like that's the energy that i'm always sending off so i pretty much got to a point of not mastery of course but just a a competence i guess would probably be the best word of manifesting the things i want but it all started with one dollar off of my receipt getting some free guacamole
0: i love that story so much it gets me really excited because everything is the same manifesting anything is always the same if you can manifest a free guacamole, you can manifest the lottery win, right? So what I wanted to ask you next, or what I really like about your channel, is that you talk about all the different spiritual modalities that you use, like from crystals to semen retention. So I wanted to ask, how do you combine all these things into your manifestation? How does this all tie in together?
1: Yeah, so it's weird. There's always like a certain point, kind of like where I was saying, like, there's like the different legs of people's spiritual journeys. It's like, there's a certain point where I focus on one thing really heavy, like every once in a while, it doesn't, I don't schedule it. It's just like something comes up and I'm like, whoa, this is really, like, really interesting. Let me stay on this for a little bit. So at first it was like, you know, the crystals and like a lot of people are trying to manifest wealth because I can't stand corporate America. I still have something called a job that just over broke the voluntary slavery. That's why I call all these things. I, I hold corporate America a very low level in my mind <laughs> if you couldn't tell by my words, you know. But, you know, with that being said, that's how I kind of got into crystals a little bit because like at first I thought just like a lot of people, they were just pretty rocks, you know. I was like, oh, they're just pretty rocks, you know, whatever. But then when I started to find out that, they had their own properties to them and they help you with certain things. Some things help you with speech. Some things help you manifest love. Some help you with money, like the uh, like citrine. That, that one helps you with uh, wealth and uh, prosperity and stuff. So I was like, okay, well, let's try that. And you buy one and it looks pretty and you can, at the very least, it's decorating your house to look very nice. So I was like, okay, let's do this. And we did blah, 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 blah. blah. I found some different ones. The first one that made the, the crystals really like resonate with me was the combination of uh celestine celestite I think it's celestite regardless one of them and uh and quartz and like the combination is so that you'll put these together in your pillowcase and watch how crazy your dreams are tried it and it happened I was like cause and effect that's all I need you know when, when I can try something and it works I'm like. Okay, we're gonna keep on going. (laughs) But this is how this starts. So where are all these other hundreds of crystals, and I never got into them. But the the, the main one I got into was moldavite. And that's the one that just raised my vibration to such a higher level. That's the one that made me like come face to face with my shadow side and do all the shadow work, which is the equivalent of saying getting rid of all that emotional baggage, because that emotional baggage is what could be hindering your manifestations you know, um, let's see, like the semen retention stuff. It's like, for me, that just helps me in all levels of life. This is something I tell men about a lot. And it's like, I'll keep it spiritual for the sake of this conversation. It's like a lot of men are completely draining their masculinity, their, their, their essence via the masturbation and the sex that we're taught about the things that we're taught to focus all of our attentions, on. you know? So it's like, what happens when you keep that life force energy? What happens when you keep that creative force energy in you as a man? And I went through and experimented with it first before I started talking about it with people. But when I see how my life was slowly changing along with the manifestation stuff, along with all the crystals and stuff, and it just felt like this was like the big catalyst for me, the way I I, I explain it to other people, especially the new people that are interested in that topic, is like you are operating, like some of y'all are doing amazing in life as men. You're doing amazing in life as men, and you aren't even practicing this you're already winning. So what happens then when you take that to the next level? For those of you that feel like losers and you start to do something different, your current behaviors put you in your current situation. So at some point you need to stop being stubborn or stop getting, get out of your little, your moping whining session that you have with yourself. And I'm speaking from experience with that. It's like, and you need to make a change. So this one's like, okay, you're doing something that someone told you is completely messing you up. And you see where your life is, you don't have to say you you don't have to agree with me, but just try it out. You know, that's one of the things I got from Neville. Just try it, you know, especially for men specifically. And then you start to realize how powerful you feel. When you feel this powerful within your own body, especially as a man, it's like that that then dictates your spiritual power. Whereas like, yo, there is no limitation in my mind. There is none. So if I say that like I'm trying to manifest godly energy, if I'm trying to manifest angelic energy, that's how powerful I feel then that just shows how powerful you are as an individual, because, you know, someone down in the gallows will never say, you know, I'm the richest person walking around here. I'm the most powerful being. I can move things with my mind because they have a low vibration. They're probably oh, I'm never going to make it. oh There's someone better than me. There's someone richer than me because you're whining and you're going to keep on putting that energy out there. And that's why you are where you are. So when you start to operate, you know it's all, it's all interchangeable. But when you start to say, like, my vibration is getting higher and higher, I have less baggage, I have less drama, I have more power, I have more light, you're going to start to rise up in whatever way that you find possible. You're just going to rise up and then it's just like everything else just comes to you because you've now matched the level of all these high vibrational things. If it was like a level from one to ten. And some people are in the gallows, they're poor, they're in poverty, they're drug addicts, they're alcoholics, all that type of stuff. They're they're thinking about ending it all. And there's some people that are up here with, you know, us people, like manifestation people, highly spiritual people, awakened people. It's like, we've made this journey, this climb. And a lot of us did a lot of the things that people said not to do. They're just rocks. They're just thoughts. They're just words. It's just masturbation in regards to the semen retention stuff. It's just, it's just, no, you don't know. We haven't been educated on this. And sometimes you just have to go out into the wild and see what you see. But a lot of people are too too in this too much of this little corral, this kennel, like sheep. And they're told if you jump out, if you're like one of the little sheep that little, little kids count to fall asleep, if you're one of the sheep that jumps out, God will smite you. Oh, all this punishment will happen to you. And then it's like it gets to a point where it's like, you know what? I'd rather take that punishment to stay here where I don't like it, I'm going to go see what's out there, you jump the fence, you almost hide your head expecting something to happen, and you like, oh, what happens if I take another step? Nothing, and another step, okay, I'm off to the races, we out, <laughs> you know, and all of these different practices come together, you know, it's like when it comes to like the mental magic, like you asked already, it's like, this is just one subsect in the whole spirituality umbrella, you know, it's like you can go anywhere with it. You can make any combination of them. Some people might swear, swear by tarot readings and tarot cards and stuff. For me, they make no sense. I suck at card games as it is. Why would I put my spirituality in cards? But that's my decision. That's your decision. It's like a lot of people are limited by other people. It's like my only authority is the higher power, which I say that I'm one with. I call it source. It's like that's my authority. That's who I answer to. And the person, the same entity that I answer to also gives me everything I want. And then with me, like, you know, becoming more and more connected with that, I've gone from believing in the God, Jesus, the Bible, as it was written to like questioning things. And then it's like, well, I'm not going to completely discredit this book, but there are some points in here that I can get with. I understand this and that. So how do I just take that and apply it to myself? How do I make my own rules? How do I make my own belief system? You know, Because religion is nothing but a belief system. You believe in some higher power, you just call this one God. Some people call it Allah. Some people call it Buddha, the mind, the source, the all, the whatever. You know, We're all telling the same story. So can we stop arguing about that because clearly there's already 12 different books that were made before any of us were born anyway. So why we stop arguing and say, yo, how do we use what we all know to all ascend to that level? So when it comes to my channel and stuff, this is just my journey and this is just what I've been learning and this is how I'm feeling. You can tell I get very passionate because I don't know how to shut up. but <laughs> But it's just like, when you make this climb, you want to keep on going, but then you just be like, Yo, I'm climbing by myself. And it feels kind of weird being here. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy on this ladder, but I want to help everyone here. It's like, it's like, I was lost. I was blind. I was confused. I was alone on the journey, just like you. So let me go back, you know, and help you all out. I can do both move forward and go back because we are the parent, we become the parent material, whether you believe in God or whatever, at the very least, the big bang is something scientific about we are space dust. And we come from that parent material. The universe is always expanding. So should we, you know, and when you are in the constant state of expanding, when the circle is expanding, it's going forward in one direction, but it's also going forward in that direction. So me going forward is me learning while I'm helping new people. How can I identify this to you? How can I articulate this to, to you for you to understand it? And I just mix all the things, the crystals, the semen retention, the manifestation, and even like other things like some things were 10 percent, some things were one percent but nevertheless they all came together to the final product and i guess that's my well-winded version to say like i do a lot of things and like i think everything is legit as long as it gets you in the direction that you want to be practice it and see how far it takes you
0: right right i love when you go on tangents i'm here for it so i wanted to ask well you kind of already touched on it but I wanted to ask, what is your understanding of what it means to be God? I know that in some of your videos you talk about how you'll tell people that I'm God and they and sometimes they'll get upset.
1: People do. And they it's, do. It's, that's one of the, that's one of those like, you know, the, the sheep in the corral mentality. Mm-hmm. And I don't even say that one necessarily to be disrespectful to anybody, but it's just like you were told a bunch of things and they were they told you to stand still. You just stayed here. When I say I'm God, I'm not, I'm not ever saying come up to me and worship me. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't see that. Like, you know, now, especially in the Black community, we're starting to say more to ourselves, like, Hell, hello, God, hello, goddess. We're greeting each other like that. So it's like, for me to be accepting of that energy, I need to be able to proclaim it in myself. But then it's like, when you look at it like this, my the way that I explain like what it feels like to literally call yourself a God or be one with God, there's a multiple different ways. Number one, it's like, God and I are one, but God is greater than I. So even in my explanation, I say, look, I'm not the big fish here, you know, but I am literally like God's fingernail right now. It's like even in God's fingernail, I have enough power to create the life that I want. You understand? And then when it comes to, um, you know, once again, embracing the godliness, godliness to me means creative energy, creativeness. God from his thoughts made these all these cosmos, all these planets, all these nebulas and all this type of stuff from a thought of God. So what happens when I have a little fraction of that? And you think about it, when it comes back to that parent material, okay, the parent would be the father, as some people still say. You know, the father is my parent. So you would take on traits from that entity, would you not? Just like you take on traits from your real earth, mom and dad, you take on traits from the divine masculine and feminine. So when I look at it like that, I'm just saying, okay, I'm just practicing what my dad does, creating. And when you look at this, people can't fathom the fact that they're creators. Creating these days means you have to be making videos. You have to be on TikTok. You have to be on YouTube, that's creating. You know, it has to be pottery. It has to be, no, when you literally sit down, when I stand up from this chair, there's gonna be a butt print. Okay, literally, when I'm not even trying to do anything, I created something. That's how small it is. And people aren't willing to give themselves those W's in life to say, yo, I created that. Wait a minute, I created a footprint. Me talking created sound. Everything you do creates something. It's like, so what does God do again? The ultimate creator with the capital C? And I'm creating everything. Holy crap! I'm just like my dad. Okay, cool. So let's keep on ex- like exercising this power and getting better and better at it. You know, so when I say I'm one with God, once again to summarize, like I don't say this to say like I'm better than you. I'm saying, nah, join me up here. You know, be a god, be a goddess, and let's go create some dope stuff in this world, and let's go free the other people. You know, some people want to gain this power and get control over people. That shows where your vibration's at. You know, for me, I learned, like I said, some people can always go with the light. Some people can go with the dark, you know, but it's like, for me, I learned to manifest and I'm like, yo, I'm going to help people with this. Where some people say, this is where I'm going to get edge over somebody. You know, and that's just where you see, is like, where when did you find this power? When you were trying to, you know, increase yourself or when you were feeling a bad type of way and now that you have this power, you can exact it on people. That's just one way to look at it, but we have a whole bunch of good deities and quote, well, quote, 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 good and bad deities in the, in the world. And that continues the message of we are all the gods. We are all the creative forces in our lives. You can create the good things or you can create the bad things. That's all on you.
0: Wow, that is so amazing. I don't even have anything to contribute. So going back to manifestation, do you think it's important to have self-love in order to manifest?
1: hundred percent. You know, it's like one of the things that kind of confused me in the beginning was learning what love was. You know, a lot of times, like when a lot of people think love is only this romantic love. It's always love that you get from somebody else, or people always need that that hole filled in them or something, and someone else is going to come complete me. It's like, and I had that I had that same way of thinking. You know, everyone has to grow up out of it. Some people do, some people don't. You know, but then one of the things that tripped me up was like the opposite of love. A lot of people would just say hate. And it's a love and hate, that's what we're taught. But no, I say hate is a byproduct of the true opposite of love, which is fear. You know, like when you, when you see a spider on the wall, you eek a spider and you try to smash it. But that's the easiest way that I explain it. When you're fearful of something, you want to destroy it. You want it as far away from you. When you love something, you want to make sure it's comfortable. You want to make sure it's, it's properly cared for. You want to make sure it's loved, nurtured. You know, it has everything that it needs. So when it comes to self-love, it's like, it's like, well, what do you love about yourself? Do you love everything about yourself? Or is there a whole bunch of stuff in your mind that you keep on pushing down, that you don't want to deal with, you know, that you want away from you, that you wish you could just eradicate? That's still a, fa- a fraction of yourself that you do not like. And when you don't like something, you don't feed it, you know what I'm saying? You don't take care of it the best that you should. So it's like the easiest way to of people to start is like, Start taking more time to love yourself, because when you like wake up in the morning, you look in the mirror and be like, yo, I love you, person staring back at me in the mirror that looks just like me and is saying all the same words to me at the same time, but I love you. And when you have that love that comes from within you, with everything I just said, you're going to want everything nice for yourself. But when you're the this self-hating, the self, this self-dwelling person, it's like I know when I was that self-hating individual, when I talked to my, that person talking back to me in the mirror, I was like, I can't stand you. You're ugly, you're gross, you're not doing it. These are the things I was telling myself. What was I doing at that time? I was drinking a bunch of alcohol. I was crying on the floor. I was being all sad and mopey and all this type of stuff. And when I'm in that state, what am I doing? I'm filling my, my body with crappy food. Because, you know, like, like, like you know, when girls get sad, they get, go to the fro-yo and go watch dramas and stuff. I was doing the same thing with alcohol and bad food. <laughs> and that's what made my body feel so terrible. So when you hate yourself, when there's aspects of yourself you hate, that's going to be acted upon subconsciously or consciously. Some people go out of the way to hurt themselves, some people are just doing it over time and they blame everybody else. When the source of the problem was you. You know, that old saying, when you point at somebody, that's the problem, that's the problem, that's the problem. How many fingers are pointing back? You know, so you are always, you're the source of everything. You're the source of your success and you're also the source of your failures. So when you sit back and just look at your life, it's like, what am I summoning into my life? What am I manifesting? I'm manifesting a bunch of crap, a bunch of drama. Oh my God, I need to fix this. (laughs) You understand? And with the same power that you brought all that negativity into your life, when you start to switch over and start showing love to yourself via the things you are attracting into your life, via the manifestation process, then that's when your life really takes off. And it's like, okay, we're growing. But a lot of people also are not ready for the growth that they think that they want. A lot of people want to snap out of it. You know, and a couple of times I did, but I always fell back in, which still like helped my process. But some people wish they could just manifest themselves to be happy, manifest them, themselves to be massively wealthy or something like that. But once again, we circle back to the bridge of incident. Sure, you love yourself and you feeling good. You walking down this bridge, you living life, everything's coming to you. But then some people still get frustrated, even with that love. And they'd be like, well, I love myself. I have eliminated mental barriers to keeping things from me. I've done this and that, this and that. Why am I still not getting it? Because the bridge of incident is preparing you for your manifestation. Sure, you're still sending out that frequency, but it's like, okay, he's sending that, he keeps on sending it, he keeps on sending it. Let's we'll start to we'll start to close the gap. You understand? And when you get on this bridge, bridge of incident with the self-love and you see all the things that you're attracting to yourself, you can see everything coming from a mile away, which is where we get into um, signs. You know, it's like when people are talking about signs, like, oh, I wish I just had a sign that this is working, because, once again, speaking from experience, it's like, can I just get a hint, universe, God, somebody that I'm doing this right, <laughs> you know, and one of the things that people miss is when you know something's coming to you, like, for example, my grandma loves to send me snail mail, that's what she calls little letters in the mail, I oh, grandma, and especially when you know what's coming, you go start, you start to check out, you start to look for it, you know, When you when you start to say, okay, I'm attracting these things to myself. I'm in this high vibration. I'm going to bring things to myself. You start to look around. You start to see them coming from different angles. You know, bringing back to the sharpie. Let's just say black sharpie. You start automatically start hearing the word black a lot more. You start hearing sharpie in completely different, completely um, um unrelated incidents in your life. But it's like, why do I keep hearing the color black? Why does someone randomly talk about a Sharpie around me? Blah, 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 blah. It happens more and more and more and more and more and more until you get it. Because people fail to realize as well that the signs only follow the manifestation. They never precede. So when you're getting these signs, you're done. Just sit back and keep loving different aspects of yourself that you need to work on and manifest more things. You know, once again, it all circles back to the self-love thing. We got one thing. What's the next thing I'm going to pamper myself with? Okay, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? You could be working on a bunch of different manifestations at one time. People want to get stuck on one thing at a time when you say, hey, when you love yourself, you want everything to come into you. So why would you limit yourself? And that's what self-love is going to do for you in this manifestation game.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to come back to walking as if because i don't necessarily practice walking as if but i would like to learn more so can you tell us a little bit about that
1: yeah so there was there was one time when once again i talked about corporate america how i can't stand jobs and that type of stuff so i'm always trying to manifest my way up out of here i don't care if it's money (laughs) i don't care if it's just a situation where i never have to work again i become a hermit that lives in a shack on a mountain i don't care just get me up out of here one way or another but the first day that I really like understood the walking as if I mean, I'm in the middle of a construction site, you know, I'm sweating, it's hot. But I was like, you know what? I'm I I could see, like, because right now I live in Denver, and I could see downtown Denver, like in the thing. And I was like, yo, that's where I'm living right now. And like, I'm like, I was looking at a random building. I don't even know if it was an apartment building, but I was just looking at it. And I was like, Yeah, that's that's my room right there, right there. That I could see my house from here type stuff. Once again, I don't live in the, the 20th floor penthouse right now, if you couldn't tell, <laughs> you know. So that's what's walking as if and ignoring physical reality is. That's my apartment. You're, you're proclaiming these things, whether they are out, like outwardly spoken words or their thoughts. At least you're thinking from that perspective, not thinking of it. When you're thinking from it, that's like, yo, this is natural to me. This is my new environment. Like every night I go to sleep, which is another manifestation technique, like falling asleep in the wish fulfilled. It's like I'm always going to sleep in the penthouse. Always. I'm always going to sleep in a very nice house or like, or I'm always waking up and seeing a whole bunch of land around me and my l- nice little house in the middle of all of it. One of the two, we'll see what happens when it actually happens. But nevertheless, it's like, that's how I am. And I walk around, like when, I'm, when I, am especially when I get really passionate, I start talking to people. I'm like, yo, when, when I'm in the penthouse, you know, because obviously there's still like a level of reality that you have to speak with to other people. Yeah. I live in the penthouse And not really, not yet in my mind, I do, but not in real life. So it's kind of like that weird little balance you have to have with other people that don't know what you're doing and what you're doing in your private time. But walking as if is one of those things that makes it natural. You know, you don't wake up every single morning and ask yourself, what's my name? It's natural to you. You Wake up. I wake up every single morning. I'm Prince. Cool. You know, it's 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 so natural to me. I don't even have to explain that to myself. But a lot of you still have to do like that. And once again, affirmation, all of it's building to that point. But you do the affirmations, you do that. you're constantly wondering if you did it right. That's you, that's you just showing yourself, it's not natural to you. Wealth is normal to me. And even though I still have my job, still got to like watch my money here and there, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I still walk around feeling rich all the time. When I'm in the wealthy areas like of Denver, I, I used to feel out of place. I'm like, yo, I don't belong here. Like this is just where I get my hair twisted up. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't need to really be here like that. But now I'm like, nah, I belong here. And it feels normal because now I see myself walking into these little shops where there's one person working but every single thing in there is $10,000. You know, a little necklace here, that'd be $40,000. And but it's like it's like in my head I'm still like yo why why that much for that thin little necklace? But it's like it's still one of those things that I'm like but that's normal for me to have these conversations in my mind. You know, it's like I I'm always preparing like for the way that I manifested this interview. You know, it's like I'm always talking to whoever. It's always like a, like a, I always hear a voice just asking me questions. I'm just answering them. You know, I'm just sitting back and I'm like, okay, just having this whole conversation with myself is that like I'm not going to run around in real life telling people I was on an interview yesterday. Like, no, it was just all the stuff that's in my head. But what people like, will start to understand is when you decree a thing as if it were like the decree, the unseen as if it were seen, that's when it starts to happen. So when you literally start to walk as if you're blanketing yourself. And that energy at all times. So not only are you just thinking about it, but you've now already turned that into a mental and physical experience and the spiritual is cooking it up it's like oh damn we got two of the three you know mind body and spirit like my channel name it's like we got two of the three the the spirituality is cooking up and like funneling it down to the physical but he's already ready for it at the mental in 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 the in the physical level he's already walking around he's already talking like it. he's already thinking like it walking as if can basically just be rehearsing for what you're trying to manifest in your life that's probably the easiest way i can summarize it
0: that's amazing. This is my last question. I know I don't want this to end, but I wanted to ask, can you share with us some of your favorite manifestation stories?
1: Yeah. Um, so weirdly enough, of course, even though I hate my job, like I, said, I just not my job, I hate just the idea of corporate America. I think it's a leech of time. But it was the things that happened and transpired when I manifested this job. You know, like I, I hit my rock bottom before my spiritual journey. Like I hit my rock bottom. I was like, yo, I give up. I don't know what I'm doing. And that's when I reached back out to my angel. I didn't trust that God person yet. I didn't. Mean, I, don't, I don't know you. We ain't cool yet. But like, I know that me and these angels, we, we have a nice connection. So I was like, yo, angels, I need some help. You know, I need help. And when I first asked that question, it felt like somebody was so close to me that half of their face was inside of mine. That's the way it felt like. Mm -hmm. And that's that's something else that I knew. So I began to write to them. I was always a writer whenever I had thoughts like I would just write them down. Sometimes it'd be like a little journal that I had with my mom. Sometimes it'd just be random thoughts. I just write and I just burn the paper, that type of stuff. I was always ceremonial even before I knew what I was doing. But when I started to want to um, like want a new job, I said, "Well, angels, I can tell, I can feel y'all. I know y'all are real. So, can y'all help me with this?" So I would just write in my journal, "Thank you, jur- uh, thank you, angels, for helping me with the manifesting a new job." So then, when I go through the um, you know, like Indeed or whatever, and like clicking, I'm sending out hundreds of resumes at the point that I don't even care. Sometimes I forgot to change the company name on them. Like I was making all the new moves when it came to getting a job, but like, nevertheless, I was just like, okay, blah, 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 blah. But I saw like my current job and something just, I knew. So I was like, okay, I don't know why I feel like this, but I do. So let's try this again. Thank you angels for, and this is like another term for manifestation, which is scripting. This is what I was doing before I even knew what it was called. And like, I was like, thank you angels for this job at insert company name here. And my data ain't too hard to find, but nevertheless, (laughs) but like, it's like, that's what I was doing. So then, I mean, not even a week later, like I had like a moment where it's like, I got the, the first little interview, I got the email back. So I was like, Whoa, that's better than anybody. It's like, I've been ignored for 200 things and then now I'm already getting the email. Then I had the phone interview. Then I had the in-person interview. Like, and it was just, it was just smooth. And that was like, and that's the hindsight being 2020 when I was just sitting back, I was like, so I was, I was actually observing the bridge before, once again, I knew all these, what even these topics were, what these uh, concepts were. And, but then it was just like, yo, like I believed it. Like I was talking to my angels and that's what gave me the belief that I was going to get this job. I felt like they led me to that point. So, but nevertheless, even angels, God, whatever helped me, belief. It was my own belief that said, yo, I got this. Yo, this is the job. You see, you've been looking for that perfect one. And then that's literally everything you want to do right there. That's everything. And it's like, I mean, perfect. So one of the things that when you start to master manifestation, there's sometimes where things pop up instantly. Like you need them. And it's like the situation has to have this thing manifest. There's sometimes though, they take a long time to the point you almost forget about them. And there's like, there's sometimes like you get, it's like the satisfaction you can look at when it comes to the manifestation process. Either you try to manifest something and it came to you very quickly. Okay, I did that, cool. But then when you, when you have to wait, it's almost like then how beautifully, how naturally it comes into your life. That's like the other side of it. So when you find yourself being impatient, it's like, yo, I'm in for a crazy ending to this manifestation. You just sit back and wait you just sit back. You know that's the hardest thing, patience, because the other thing that people don't understand is divine timing. See, right now you think you think that the you think the cosmos works on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. The cosmos don't know what days are, what hours are, what minutes are. It just is. It just is the cosmos. And it's more so when you're ready. You know, when you're ready to receive whatever it is, you know, sometimes you won't get it because you simply aren't it. You aren't ready for it. It's like in order to like, touch a thing in this world, you must first match the energy of it. So that's why they say walk as if that's why they say do the imaginal scenes, because once again, you're making it real. It's like so real. Like, for example, I, I don't even call it like a successful manifestation necessarily. But this is how far into the, the mental realms I go where I remember I was just walking in a parking lot. I had to get some stuff, like some tools for work. And then, like, I just, I was like, yo, what would happen, like, if a wolf, like, attacked me right now? And then like, you got to the point, is it random stuff, this is just <laughs> my, you know, but, like, I was like, what would, what would I do? And it got to a point where, like, I literally saw a wolf walking in the middle of the street. You know, this is in my mind, of course. And then it got to a point where it lunged at me, and I actually jumped. Like, I was like, we need to calm down with this. Hold on. Like, I'm, I'm fighting imaginary wolves out here. But that's how powerful the mind is. In that moment, my body, my subconscious mind thought that wolf that I created in my mind was real. And I literally, my whole body reacted as if something was there. You see? when you start to just take little moments like that, you be like, wait a minute, my mind is powerful. My mind has the ability to make my body do things. That's why when people like, you know, uh, uh, like weightlifters, for example, there's, a, the, there's like me that like, okay, like I get the two plates, like 225. And I'm like, okay, this is my match. Okay, huh? Okay, <laughs> all right, we're good. But then there's like the people that like the die yeah, yeah, with the ripped tank tops and all that type of stuff. And 225 was like a, like a bicep curl for them you know, their body and their mind have been linked in a certain type of way that this 700 pounds is normal to lift to them. You put that on me, I'm dead because my mind says that's impossible. If I put that on me, it's going to drop and chop my head off. Like that's how heavy that weight is because all that limitation, all those things that you're telling yourself. But when you tell someone to quit and quit and quit, give up, there's nothing here, there's nothing here. And that person decides to say, you know what? No, this feels right. I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on seeing that. And then you go and prove everyone wrong that told you that this doesn't work, this and that. You're going to be like, now, that's when you like choose like the, the, the quote, quote master. It's like, do I be the, the jerk with it? Or does say, okay, guy, I know that you all said that dumb stuff to me. Okay, cool. But let's all learn how to do this. You know, because once again, we are born with our minds. We are born with the creativity, but that just gets hampered and hampered and hampered based off of all the rules of society. When you are getting... When you are practicing this skill, you're the hardest thing about manifestation is the unlearning of all this stuff that we believe is the truth that cannot that's a, this un, un, unmalleable, like these are the concrete rules. But when you say that doesn't make sense, that doesn't make sense. I'm gonna go back to me. If I were to be dropped down, reborn again, plopped back on this plan, let's just say I had the, the facilities to walk. You know, you don't just want to be dropped here like a baby, that would suck. But like, you know, just start back over at 20-something years old, you just drop here. Like, I'm gonna be like, okay, there's me. I don't know rules. I don't know society. I don't know what things are possible. You know, so I'm just gonna go do what I wanna do. Let's go walk on some water today. I don't feel like swimming. Let's walk on the water. You know what? I don't feel like even walking. Let's fly today. You know, and these are the things that I feel like a lot of people are returning to. I feel like this energy is coming back to the planet, or at the very least, if you don't like the energy, this information. It's becoming more widely spread over the internet, especially with people like us and and people even younger. Like there's like 13 year olds are starting to talk about this type of stuff. Imagine where we'd be if we knew this skill at 13. You understand? Imagine if we were like, you know, kids that were brought up with parents that were down with this and they knew everything that, that you're trying to do. Okay, so you're trying to manifest this. Okay, and why isn't it coming in? Because this and that. See, a lot of times we know all the answers. What does a therapist do? All they do is ask you questions and you answer them. That's why I'm kind of like anti-therapist, but I'm a little I'm a little biased. My <laughs> mom was my mom was a counselor, so like I'm like, why would you need that? But I was raised around a guidance counselor. I was raised with a therapist. I'm a little biased in that way, but I have all the skills in my mind. But they ask you all the questions, so where did all those answers come from? They all came from within you. You just needed someone to hear them, or you just needed someone on your side, or whatever. You just needed someone to bring it out of you. But now it's like, it's at that point now where some people, like I do believe a certain text, certain beliefs, they have like a little bit of the truth to keep you here. Like, okay, there's something powerful here, but then they spin it just a little bit and to the point that it helps them. You know, that's what, that's what got me out of religion as a whole. Like, I'm like, wait a minute, a lot of this don't make sense. They say all this temples in the God, Jesus himself said, call not the works that I do good. The works that I do and greater ye shall do also. This is the guy that people are worshiping. And he said, yo, I'm a normal dude. I just know how to do this. You know, I know there's some other stuff. He said some more powerful words in there. But when it came to manifestation, this is what he was telling us. He said, you can do stuff better than me. That's all I needed to hear. Whoa, yo, Jesus said we could do it better than him. I'm going to figure out how to do that. But I'm going to learn from you. You know, let me see what you were doing. And then I'm going to make it better. Just like anyone that came before you. Since when do we stop? At who we worship, we just stop. That's it. No, everywhere in life, when it comes to all this, uh, all these like technology things that we have, even bottled water, is some type of advent. Like if we had just stopped where it first happened, where it first came up, we wouldn't be learning, we wouldn't be growing. It's like Jesus wasn't like it's like whether you believe he was real or fake, whatever. Either way, there's people that either knew the principles that he was preaching, or he himself was here. And okay, he was two thousand years ago. We're not going to get better. It's like, this is the stuff he left for us already. It's like, so let's take what we have and keep on going, keep on making the product easier for everybody to get to. If people were more free in their minds, there'd be a lot less problems in this world. Because everyone's like, no, it's like, you're not going to stop my freedom. You're not going to stop my creative flow. Some people, we have to fight for that nowadays. We have to fight to the death for that now. But just like with civil rights and stuff. It's like they were doing their thing back in the day. There's still work that needs to be done with that. With women's rights, they started at a certain point. What happens if we both stop? Both all these different organizations are working for better rights, better improvements in this society, and this life. What happens if you stopped there? And you just said, you know what? They did it. Okay, that's it. We don't need any more. Sure, there's a whole bunch of problems, but we're just gonna stop there. They did a good job. No, you keep on going. Either you pass on the torch or you throw the oop to the next generation, the alley-oop, so they can just come and slam it and hit the, hit the track running you know, but it's like, oh, you're a child. You don't know what you're talking about. No, we need to listen to the children. The children can see more than us. You know, I, I found my little journey. I can I can now can reconnect with them, but it's like, what if I didn't? And I keep telling that child, you're not smart. You don't need to be heard. They're the ones that need to be heard the most. You know, you ask it, like, for example, like um, there was one where there was like a little girl, it was like a story online that I saw. And like they said, like the, the, the father asked the child, what's that in the tree? It was like an owl or something, but she called it a wood penguin. And I said, like, it's a wood penguin. I'm like, that is adorable. <laughs> just as much sense as a regular penguin. It's a wood penguin. It's in a wood tree. It looks like that thing that you know is a bird that flaps around. It's a wood penguin. And it's like when you ask kids like that, they're they're closer to that creative energy. They're closer to that creative power. So why would you not listen to them? You understand? But we're adults and we live through this thing called time. But, you know, at the end of the day, time doesn't exist. So in this state of infinite, in this state of godliness that we are all striving to be, at least if you don't like the word godliness, divinity, star seeds, whatever. It's like when there's no time, what are you doing in that that vacuum of infinity? Are you just sitting there floating around idly through space? Or are you just creating stuff from your mind in the meantime until you hit your next rock in in the cosmos? That's just how I look at things.
0: So good, so good. Can you tell everybody where they can find you?
1: Sure yeah so pretty much i'm kind of like the recluse i didn't i don't make it too easy on social media to find me because i don't like social media so you can just find me on youtube under the, the professor mbs that's the my channel name and then i also have an email in there like hey there like hey underscore there underscore two. two, two. i think there's another underscore in there regardless you look on my channel you can find it she found it <laughs> so everyone else can you know i'm really not hard to get in contact with it's just i'm just kind of old school with it like even when i have social media as a young person like i might get it in the future but social media just feels weird to me man like it's like you can't I can't avoid the negativity on it you know, that's why I, I tend to not have it too much, you know? So I just, I, I stick to email and that shows, especially with young people. It's like, yo, how do I do this app? No, 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 no. You gonna follow my rules rule. Cause just email <laughs> me. That shows me that you're very interested cause you went out of your way to email. It wasn't a DM or anything like that. It was an email. So you had to, you had to go dust off some programs, some apps on your phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what I'm saying? So like, that's pretty much it. The Professor MBS YouTube channel and that email, if you want to contact me direct.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Cool,
0: thank you. Wow, I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed listening to him while interviewing him. You could tell that I was nervous, but I'm trying to change the word nervous to excited. I was so excited for this interview. Sorry for all my giggling. Sorry for my dog barking in the background, but let me know in the comments or send me a DM. Let me know how you thought about the interview and if you would like him to come back on the show, discuss different topics. I will leave all his information in the description box below. Please go subscribe to his channel and let him know that you found it from the Place Prepared podcast. Share with him some love, send him some love, imagine lovingly, and I will see you all on the next one. Thank you for listening to Place Prepared podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, like, and comment. You can give a follow to Place Prepared on Instagram for daily manifesting content. Happy manifesting.